How is it going, lads and ladies? And welcome to episode two of What's the Quack podcast. Today, I have a very special guest for you lot. He's been a close friend of mine for many years, has been part of many of the best stories on my channel, and he even has his own channel here on YouTube that I link in the description and the pinned comment. Do go check him out, and I highly recommend the video titled The Ballad of the Boy Racer. He is, of course, the one and only PJ. I hope you enjoy. Where was it the name that you suggested, What's the Quack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I ended up using that even though I hate it. <laughs> 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 I was just so fucking I couldn't think of that better and I was just like fuck it he was right <laughs> <laughs> fucking it just seemed a bit too on the nose like you know yeah sure look when, when aren't I right now in all the years you've known me now <laughs> can you can you outline one time I wasn't right you'd be hard pushed I'd swear that that night when we were fucking blowing cork when we were meant to be drinking and you said it'd be grand and it, and it wasn't grand at all but sure aren't you aren't you Remember, still here was it you was it look at you now yeah, it was, look at you now. It wasn't Grant that night. Slept in the car. I got fucking woken up by the guards at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but sure, don't you fucking make bank now off of fucking telling these class of stories. So <laughs> it mightn't have been grand in an immediate sense, but it worked out fairly fucking grand. <laughs> so that's a fucking story I should I should tell actually on the video. Yeah, it'd be a great answer. We were fucking ossified that night. Remember we were like parking up a cases and walking down the hill, and like it's, we were pissed. We were sober at the top of the hill and we were fucking wankered by the time we I, got to the I think, I think this was the same fucking time. Um, That's when Louis was throwing fags at me, man, <laughs> to get him around to tell him. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. Fucking the, the rickshaw boys. The lads and the old fucking sulkies, yeah. Yeah, 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 along, yeah, yeah. Fucking Louis near topping him, fucking whipping your man with his fucking belt kind of job, yeah. <laughs> like a fucking chariot in Rome or something. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the old fucking Caesar's yoke there, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And, uh, you know, you'd, you'd see him and you'd let a roar over to him and he'd be just like fucking, yeah, he'd just probably call you a pair of queers from across the town or something, fucking mushing his chariot, his, yeah, his chariot around the Coliseum that was Cork City Centre. Yeah, I think that was the same night there. Do you remember, do you remember I commented on one of your late, one of your recent videos about the bouncers? I said that you should have included the story of oh, once we yeah, went into... Oh, yeah, the night below the brogue. That's it, yeah, yeah. I I think I might have been conflating nights there. And, um, well, not to say it only fucking happened once, so it is all much for much, really. Mm. Just one night, anyways, it was myself and yourself, and I think it was a night with Louis and the other fella. And we we had the great idea of getting a bottle of Jägermeister, full-on bottle of Jägermeister, and we fucked it into the, do you remember the, the cheap red bull that you could get? Yeah, yeah, was like, it like Blue Shark or some Blue Spark like or something out of yeah, fucking yeah, Andy yeah. or Tesco's, yeah. That's it, so we'd get a big 1.5 litre bottle of that or whatever the fuck it was and we'd throw out the most of it anyways. Mm. And we'd fucking fill in all the rest of it in with the the Jägermeister anyways and sure, the, the pair of us had it down before we fucking got in anyways and the idea was, okay, if we fucking drink this as fast as humanly possible then we get into the pub, by the time we meet the bouncers we won't be pissed because it won't have gotten its way into our blood yet. We were the clever boys. Yeah, yeah. So, the delayed reaction of it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But whatever way it panned out anyways, sure, we got in the door to find us. I don't know how long we lasted in there, but um, I don't even remember this happening. This is just purely you telling me the story. But supposedly I dropped, just face planted in front of a bouncer Yeah, so what happened if we were in there for... Turns to you and says, get, him, get that lad up off the floor and fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what happened there was we are in the brogue for about a half an hour. I remember I wasn't actually overly sauce myself at this point. And uh, you turns to me and you're like, um, oh no, you were going to the bathroom. So you fucked off to the bathroom there anyway. And you were fucking, you were fairly steaming at this stage. Like, this was old brogue, I believe. Yeah, yeah. This is before they went getting notions and doing yeah, the place yeah, up. Before they'd done the place up. Bastards. But you were, you were already fucking steamboats there going to the, the bathroom. 
and was maybe about five minutes later, I was like, Jez, I must go to the bathroom myself now, make sure, <laughs> make sure PJ's all right and abroad. So I was queuing to get into the bathroom, it was a bit of a bastard queue there. And as I was standing <laughs> in the queue, you came out of the bathroom. Right, it's a good start. And saluted me, and as you saluted me, fell straight in your face on the ground, and I just about, or just went to pick you up, and as I did that, I noticed a shadow beside me, and I turned and looked. Big fucking bouncer standing over you, looking down at him, then looks at me, obviously he can see that I know yeah, him, yeah. and just went to me, get him out of here. And yep. I was just like, yeah, okay, I can't even argue his case here, he's flattening his face on the, the fucking ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the old centre of balance was such that probably when I saluted you, I, I probably fucking threw the whole thing off and just good luck and thanks. Yeah, you kind of stopped focusing on walking when you were saluting, and yeah, the ladies yeah. just kind of went. Yeah. <laughs> they buckled. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm surprised I had the space to fall down because they used to fucking jam that place like a fucking traveller's wedding. Oh, stop. So... Because that was still early in the night. I think it was only about 12, half 12 or so. And um, I was like, oh, shit. So we're outside the outside the brogue and I remember it's ringing Sarah because she was saying she was at a house party. Oi. And I was just like, Jesus, she could look after here now and I can go in and <laughs> knock a bit of crack out of the rest of the night there. Like, you know... Oh, sniffing for yeah. dolls. So I gave her a shout there anyway and she was like up at some lad's flat and she gave me directions. He's like, yeah, yeah, drop him up there. I'll look after him. So I was like, yeah, yeah, fine. So I walked, walked up the road for five or ten minutes and then spent 45 minutes outside the flat ringing her and she wouldn't fucking answer the phone even though she answered it not five, ten minutes beforehand. And then eventually I think I just brought you home then for a finish. I don't think we had the flat at that stage. I think may- this is the trouble you see now because it's getting... So many fucking nights running together. Yeah, the more there, fucking yeah. time goes on, the harder it is to discern what night was what night because we lived in Cork for a spell. I'm still living in Cork, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we had a, we had a gaff in Cork there for, oh, fuck it, I don't know. We'll say it for our sake of argument a year. Mm. I don't remember how long, but, uh, that particular night now, I can't fucking place what happened after the fact, but yeah, geez, we had a, we had a good few nights in that little gaff that we had. We used to live in a gaff over the burger shack, which is still down there. Yeah. Um, that was fucking what? Well, where we did nothing but fucking eat Subway. Subway, that's it, yeah. I've never eaten a Subway since we've, we've moved out of there. I was so sick to me fucking hold the subway. It was just too handy as well, like, because it was just next door, like, so you wouldn't be fucked going anywhere. Ah, sure, that's it. Like, it's a pure nuisance having to go away doing fucking shopping and all that fucking shit. Yeah. Although, that, it was during that time I perfected the one meal that I can cook today, thanks to your uh, tutelage, uh, the old stir-fry. Oh, the stir-fry, yeah. Before that, the fucking full extent of my ability was uh, toasting a pair of waffles, in, in <laughs> literally in the toaster. I'd fuck the waffles into the toaster, and then I'd a fucking hooch a heap of cheese in them, and the cheese would melt into it then, so you'd have a cheesy waffle. And I thought I was fucking Gordon Ramsay then. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is fucking unreal, hey. Just, Wait, get, just I, get a shout there for the kitchen. Say, Ducky, look at this, lad. Look at this, lad. You've just made buttered toast. <laughs> yeah, 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 kind of thing. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, cooking. What a fucking pain in the balls. Mm. Yeah, sure. I'll probably throw it over to some questions there that we're getting from the old audience. Right, yo. Drecken Boy asks, what would describe living with Ducky in a couple of words? I suppose since I did the kind of whole video about living with yourself and Hef, that uh, people are curious because it was in one video in particular I said that I, I mentioned all your uh, traits and flaws. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, I said I was perfect because I'm perfect. Yeah, yeah, fucking perfect. Yeah. At the time, living with the pair of fucking Ducky and Hef, living with the pair of them um, as a non-smoker at the time, I hadn't quite been ground down by life to the same extent by that stage, so... Um, 
But at the time, anyways, as a non-smoker, it was a right fucking pain the hole because if you put anything fucking down at all, that joke was an ashtray. If you took off your fucking shoe, there was one of them tipping fucking ash into the bathroom <laughs> thing. You go, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, if you if you lay down on the couch on your side, they'd be tipping fag ash into your fucking ear. It was an absolute pain in the fucking hole. <laughs> I swear to God, the ceilings were fucking black. Yeah, there wasn't a fucking thing in that house that wasn't used as an ashtray at one stage. Yeah, that's it. Like, just go back to the toaster there. Like, you just pop your toast, just fag ash all over. That's it, yeah. When it springs, you'd get this black cloud up out of the fucking thing. It was an absolute fucking pain in the bollocks. Then there was, well, this is more of a Hef story, but Hef had a fucking serious problem with doing a washing up. Now, that's not to say I was any better at it. Fucking Christ knows I wasn't. Mm. But if a if a plate that he had neglected had went to the point that it had started growing fucking mold and whatnot, he would just elect to fuck it out. So... <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, that's the thing though. We didn't really use plates and cups all that often. Do you remember? Do you remember Hef went off there one day and he came back with a twelve pack of disposable plates he got inside done so he wouldn't have to wash up every time he ate. That's right. Yeah, my ex one at the time was fucking like that's a fucking that's that's horrendous. Like that's a fucking terrible idea. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's a fucking it's brilliant, a fucking idea. greatest idea ever. Let's be fair. Like I was tempted to do a few times here just so I wouldn't have to be doing the wash up. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, I was fucking half tempted to get onto a cash and carry someplace and say, bring us down a fucking pallet those fucking paper plates to fuck <laughs> yeah. and fuck this washing up like I mean when you when you square it this way that you've got you know a finite amount of time to live I think this is a fact that people are fucking way too divorced from and they think you know that putting up with shit is fine because sure Jesus they're never going to die but you know my, my point being um, life is too short to be wasting doing fucking washing up so Fuck that. Yeah, that's fucking really not enjoyable as well. You'd notice that when you like start living with a woman as well. Because they no, go, yeah. fuck, they're like everything spotless. Like, And yeah. their standards on what they consider dirty. I'd I'd let a week go by before I'd start looking at this house and kind of going, all right, I'd probably pick up some fucking clothes there and wash the dishes or whatever. She's like that within hours. There's a very fucking strange dichotomy, though, that, that kind of that goes on there. Like, in one sense women are cleaner all right but then in another fucking sense jesus they love shite like they love they love filling a gaff to the rafters with fucking crap oh to do your fucking fucking connie's big one now candles yeah yeah Candle, yeah and a f- that's a fucking fire hazard it's a fire hazard that's a fire hazard and, and she only buys them in two cents so there's the scent number one washing powder she has about 20 candles they all claim that they're different scents but they're all fucking smell exactly the same they smell like fucking Febreze they, Everyone sm- they, they smell like wasted money lad that's and what they fucking smell like yeah <laughs> and then the second type which is the worst is the one that smells like like a chemical irritant that gets into the back of your throat and you're walking around the house going what the fuck made her think that this was a pleasant scent so you've got your chemical irritant you've got your psychological and emotional irritants <laughs> you've got you've got the whole fucking the whole nine yards there like <laughs> one thing that you could be fucking sure of is you're going to you're going to be fucking irritated yeah well that's just your fault that is my fault yeah I, yeah um I suppose for the listeners there i think you we had a question there a while ago uh how how, how did you meet the woman that's that's on me yeah it was your fault yeah because as as you'll as you'll I, soon was, discover, it was on the last podcast. I did, but Connie, we, we did you mention it? Yeah, yeah, we mentioned we covered we pretty much covered it. Like, so. all oh, right, 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 right. Well, still, I'm going to take my chance to kind of go like, yeah, you know, Ducky's getting big now and all that kind of thing. But uh, I'm the man behind the curtain. I've been orchestrating his life since you know the year dot. <laughs> I've I've big fucking Truman show job. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 
You're uh, up there in the little fucking room there looking out the glass with your hand pressed against it there. That's it. <laughs> all of his joy, all of his misery was a fucking... Uh, that, was, that was me. That was me. It was all <laughs> Fall for Radiation asks, question for PJ. Right. What is the most frustrating game you've ever played? Huh? Uh, game of life, man. It's... Uh, it's uh, Fucking nothing. Yeah, anyway, no, seriously. Um, yeah, the, the most frustrating video game uh, would be... Um, I suppose I'm going to have to say Bloodborne because I broke my hand playing it. Oh, do tell. Do tell that story. That's that's a good story. Because I remember when I did that video uh, about you busting the fucking headboard. Yeah, hand, yeah, yeah. And like anything in my videos, people tend to question the, the validity of it. The, oh, it's, so, so do it's tell true. about that. It's true. The hand. It's, it's true. Well... First of all, I'd like to say, like, you know, uh, with that whole thing, you know, once you're living with a pair of dickheads, you have a, you have a fucking kind of a, a pent up anger. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you mightn't be fucking, uh, particularly, you mightn't be a violent man. So, you know, rather than fucking give the cunts what they've been looking for for a good while, a good boot in the fucking hole, you just tend to kind of, you tend to kind of quash it down and kind of go, ah, look, it's fine. But sure, then, you know, you'd be fucking playing a game or something and it might be going your way. And sure sure enough, all this pent up fucking rage would start fucking leaking out anyways. But uh, yeah, so uh, fuck you, lad. But um, <laughs> what was I going to yeah, say? No, we, we never fucking helped in that situation. No, so you most is, certainly fucking didn't. Like, the problem you, is you used to get so angry at the games, like vocally, and you were like kicking shit over and everything. Yeah. And myself and I were just like, it's kind of annoying, but how can we spin this into a game? Yeah. For ourselves to knock a bit of amusement. So that's when we just start like pestering you. Like every time we hear you scream, we're just like, oh no, is the game a bit of a challenge, lad? Is it? Oh no. Yeah. It's horrible, lad. Would you not lower the difficulty? Which would just annoy you even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think I was a bit of a fucking uh, masochist in that sense. Like, because as you did point out, I did have a punch on for fucking playing the games in the toughest setting. Like fucking... Legendary on Halo being uh, the, the 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 worst offender, I'd say. Thank God I didn't fucking know you when you were doing European Extreme on Metal Gear. Oh, hey, fucking, that's... Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm still receiving counselling for that particular one. <laughs> I don't know, I think maybe I kind of... That was my way of venting, was losing the fucking plot playing these games. And unwittingly, I kind of started to come back to that again and again. It's like it was like a kind of a little session where you get to kind of blow off steam because this is definitely going to piss you off. And you're equivalent to hitting the boxing bag or something. Yeah, something like that. Because you know, fucking back then, I wouldn't have been fucking. Uh, I wouldn't have been the most active of uh, of fellas. Uh, I'd walk to work and that'd be it. Yeah, so I guess that was that was it. But anyways, the 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 fucking Bloodborne story. Yeah. Uh, so this happened when Bloodborne came out originally. There's a little small bit of backstory to this one. But I'd been working this job down in Cork where I was fucking in this repair center where we fixed fucking phones and laptops and all all kinds of gizmos. Anyways, that was the that was the shop that. Yeah, that's what the shop did. And it was fucking hell on earth. Yeah, you're really fucking unhappy there altogether, weren't you? Yeah, Jesus Christ almighty, because once you're separating people from their phones and whatnot and how hopelessly addicted we all are now to fucking technology and whatnot, I even see it myself, I'd say like I'd have nothing to check no notifications no nothing nothing I even want to see but I'd notice I'm picking up the phone and I'm gone into like uh, news feed apps I don't even want to know the fucking news I actively avoid the fucking thing but it's just this this impulse that I can't seem to fucking control anymore but anyway and I'm not even a social media fucking person I only joined Facebook 
when it wasn't cool anymore because you're a hipster yeah I, uh, <laughs> I have a bit of it in me i suppose but um sure look no one's 100 percent sound but um except me yeah um <laughs> Fucking, we put a book, uh, no, bookmark in that we, one. We'll come back to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this job fucking was absolutely horrendous. It was terrible. You're getting these cunts coming into you and they're fucking screaming the house down because, you know, they're waiting on phone or they're waiting on a laptop or whatnot. I suppose uh, a lot of anger will come from it, even the sheer value of the phones and the value of having them repaired and stuff as well. Like, it, yeah. I noticed that one on CEX, like you'd be dealing with people... And like the the more the price goes up, the more ang- more angry people get when you know things go awry or things yeah. don't suit them. Well, the trouble is, you see, you're in the business then of telling people nothing, only bad news. If everything goes to plan, like because you know you're dealing with people that are like, oh, I dropped my phone in the jacks, which is one that you're like, they've handed you the fucking phone, and then they turn around ten minutes later after you've fucking touched them, things that oh, I dropped it in the toilet, and you're like. Oh, did you, you fucking yeah, yeah. So ignorant you, you would bastard? Have, would have been nice if you told me that you hadn't shit on the fucking phone before you handed yeah, it to me. Yeah, you fucking ignorant bastard. But anyways, uh, you had this kind of thing, and then you were basically telling people stuff like, say, we did like stuff like water damage repair, but because when a phone, the inner bits of a phone get like oxidized, there's no telling how long it's going to last for before the board shorts out. So we'd in the fine print, you know, well, we'd, we'd explain it to the customer that... We can repair this thing, but we can't guarantee that it's going to fucking last indefinitely and whatnot. But like, you know, the nature of the business is you're, you're, you're fixing things that already exist when a lot of the time it might, you might be as well off to just fuck off and get something new. But you can't really fucking tell someone that because, you know, your bosses are like saying to you, you know, well, no, you got to get fucking sales in here. So you're caught between a fucking rock and a hard place. But I'm really rambling about this fucking job, actually. Look, suffice to say, it was an absolutely terrible job. Mm. And I was doing it for uh, a year and a half of, like, you know, people screaming at me every day. There was 100,000 messages at any one given time. You're, all you're people dealing, dealing with more bastards than your average, average retail job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was by far the worst. And I reckon it shortened my life. I eventually decided, you know what, fuck this. Coming back to what I said earlier on, I kind of said, yeah, you're going to be dead soon. And like, and what are you doing wasting the only fucking resource that you have is fucking, you know, time and, and youth more. Yeah, and, and youth. It's, you're, it's you're, fleeting. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fleeting youth is fucking off out the window and all you're doing is putting up with shit for fuck all pay, really. Like, I mean, you wouldn't clear 400 fucking quid in a week with the bastard job. So, you know, it was... Load of misery. Yeah, it's the same thing that drove me to do the the whole YouTube thing. Where yeah, yeah. Just fucking watching my life ticking away in a shithole job, and they're like, "Yeah, if I don't do something about this, I'm going to be doing this forever, and I don't have my fucking self to blame for it." Then as well. Yeah, essentially, so. essentially that. Uh, I eventually decided, "Fuck this, I'm going to quit this job." So I quit the job, anyways. And uh, the girlfriend at the time um, had bought me a fucking. Was it? I think from my birthday previous, she didn't know what the fuck to get me because, like, you know, who really knows what the fuck to get a girlfriend or boyfriend? I mean, like, I yeah, I like, sure as fuck don't. Anyways, like with women, I think it's sentimental shit and men. You know, it's practical it's, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me something I can use. Yeah, yeah. Like, give, you know, yeah. Don't give me something I can just look at it on, unless it's a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So the games that I wanted, uh, they they hadn't been released yet. This is 2015, mind. Uh, so it, she since the birthday beforehand, it was like what. Metal Gear Solid Five, my favorite franchise, and Bloodborne because it's you know it's in the 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 whole Dark Souls 
Yeah, it's by and, the same and, and developers. And you'd be a big fan of Dark Souls. I'm a big fan of Dark Souls, yeah. I love the misery. I love the it's suffering. funny, actually, in that video where I mentioned you flipping your shit, yeah. a load of people in the comments says, has he ever played Dark Souls? Have I have I fucking was like, what? Believe it or not, the, the angriest video gamer on the planet loves Dark Souls. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, it was out of all the Dark Souls games, it was Bloodborne was the one that got me. So this is how I'm actually, you know, really making a... I'm uh, digressing a whole hell of a lot here, but... So I quit this fucking job. Uh, the girlfriend at the time had, for my birthday previous, pre-booked both Metal Gear and Bloodborne. So I aligned the time in which I was leaving the job so that it coincided with Bloodborne's release date. So I was now free from this fucking... I was free from the seventh ring of hell. And I was like, yay, now I'm going to fucking play this this uh, this fucking game. I'm going to play the arse of this. I'd saved up enough money to last me a while until I could find a job that made me want to fucking rope myself just a little bit less even mm. that was grand uh game came out and i spent like 48 hours fucking pretty much flat out playing it up up until I, I got to the final boss of the game um with relative ease because you know i was no stranger to the whole uh dark souls that, formula that, that came out after dark souls 3 didn't it before it before, before well, it, so yeah. you've had the experience of one and two under your belt one, you? i did yeah yeah so i was kind of going into it um kind of with a bit of prep anyways so fucking tore through the bastard thing, no problems, up until the final fucking boss. Was it, uh, for anyone that's played the fucking thing, your man German, the first hunter, I think is the chap's name, but he's a lad anyways, he's got a big fucking, uh, big sickle thing. Um, so you have to fight this bastard anyways, and like, uh, as Ducky will tell you, uh, I am nothing if not a fucking stubborn cunt. <laughs> so, uh. Despite the fact I was, you know, fatigued from playing this game flat out for the last 48 hours. Yeah, that, that was one thing of the myself and Hef used to always laugh at. It was uh, the more you die in a game or, you know, the kind of yeah. less you're persevering, the more frustrated you get, yeah. the more angry you get, the more tired you get. Yeah. So you'd play it worse, meaning you're just going to die worse. And it's just it a was domino a, effect. A self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I was expending any of my energy and will on shouting and roaring and going crazy. Once around this time, I was actually I was still living with with Hef in Cork. We'd all gone through a few gaffes at this stage, but um, myself and Hef eventually moved down to Cork. Anyways, and that's when I moved back to Tip. I think was it. You that's right. Yeah. Hef, yeah, yeah. So Hef was in the house. Uh, friend Ben was in the house, uh, or he was he was living there too. Uh, Casey, Casey was in the house as well. Mm. So we were all there, or rather. I was there and I was playing this game and of course everyone else in the house knew it because I was roaring and screaming because I was refusing to <laughs> I was refusing to back down and just and just the call it a day. Neighbors about four doors down knew you were fucking playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was refusing to just have a sleep and just you know. And as well as this, this is all informed by the fact that I've had all this pent up rage from dealing with the worst customers in the fucking face of the planet for uh, eighteen months previous to that. So all this pent up fucking rage was coming out through me in a manner that I I didn't really know what to do with. Um, and I was keeping myself going on like, you know, fucking cans of monster and Red Bull and all that kind of shit. Because I was determined I was I was finishing this game in, you know, as lively a time as possible so I could go out and do other things. I'm very single minded when I get my fucking mind on something. I, I won't leave it alone until it's done. Oh, but I'd be like that as well. Yeah. Like when was it when we were playing the or when the Witcher Three when I thought I'd give that a go because everybody was shouting on about how great it was and all that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. usually had to wait until I had a video finished before I even published it, just so I could set aside a week because that's all I would want to do once I started. Yeah. And I won't do anything else. Yeah. 
counselor told me one time that I have uh, two modes, uh, obsessed and depressed. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So if I'll I get, get that on a t-shirt, lad. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so this was one of the obsessions. Anyways, I had to get this game finished and it wasn't going my way. It didn't work out for me. didn't work out for me. And uh, I was losing the plot. But I, the tide was starting to turn and it looked like I was starting to get the better of this final boss. And after doing a big dance with the motherfucker anyways, and I'd say there was another belt or two in it and he was done and I had the game finished and I could fuck off and do something else at long last. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he fucking pulls this move out of his fucking arse and one shots me out of nowhere. After a flawless run, more or less, um, I was just taken out of the fucking the game by this 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 move. Uh, I remember Casey was in the room with me at the time Well, uh, a controller flew past his head barely grazed the tip of his fucking nose hopped off the wall at the far side of the room I fucking got up anyways and there was right beside me was a fucking solid wood uh, wardrobe real old fucking old fashioned oak yeah, dense yeah, yeah. solid bastard yolk yeah that's it yeah mm-hmm. Fucking this yoke will be around once we're rotting in the ground type of job. Yeah, you know, yeah. fucking proper. <laughs> it's all it'll be fucking left when humanity's gone. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Wardrobe. It was no fucking IKEA yoke, you know, no yeah. fucking chipboard or MDMF <laughs> or none of that this, shit. This was built back there about two hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. But uh, this yoke was fucking carved out of a fucking weeping willow or some shit. <laughs> but sure, I just turned around anyways and I leathered the fucking thing as hard as I could because. Um, you know, I'm a very angry man, but I'm not. I'm not a violent one. Um, I wouldn't. You know, I don't. I don't build people. I end up building inanimate objects. To, you know, you'll regret building a person, whereas you'll just tolerate punching a, something solid. Yeah, there's a. There, it's not that I don't want to build people, but I'm pragmatic to a fault. I kind of know that that's going. There's going to be a whole pile of other shit that I'm going to have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, because one thing I say about you is you hate hassle. Yeah. Yeah, and boxing somebody comes with a fair bit of hassle. It does, yeah. You fuckers up asking you questions. It's probably a day in court, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. And I, I've never had and the some experience. Fat cunt sprinting across the dance floor going, Where is that bastard? <laughs> 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 yeah, but um, anyways, fucking. So I punched the fucking wardrobe and I knocked it clean over because I just. I hit an unmerciful slap. It was all my rage was behind the fucking thing. The fucking thing fell over anyways towards Casey and he was like, oh shit, and fucking got out of the way. And I was shouting and roaring for a while anyways, but uh, sure enough, anyways, Casey was like, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay him to it here, I'm gonna lay him fucking settle down. So he went away. About 45 minutes later, he came back into the room and of course I picked up what remained of the controller and I was fucking giving it another go, sure. <laughs> um, so I don't know what had happened, um, but... There was no pain or anything, or else I was just so hyper focused that I didn't. But it's fucking, just the adrenaline from the anger, maybe. Maybe, yeah, I didn't notice it, but it, I wasn't in any discomfort, anyways. But when Casey came back up to the room, he was like, "Here, lad, will you look at the state of your fucking hand?" So I was like, "What?" Look down at my hand, anyways, and sure enough, my hand is about fucking four times bigger than what it normally would be, and it's a, uh, it's a kind of a, it's got a blue hue to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually like, one of the things I didn't mention in the video about your faults as well um, was you don't actually have bones made of adamantium. Yeah, and uh, I yeah. found that out the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the small finger on my fucking right hand uh, is fucked. To this day now, my grip in that hand is kind of a little bit bollocksed. That fucks up on your cold weather as well. I often hear you complain about it. When it gets cold, yeah, for whatever fucking reason, it it sets out. It, yeah, it sets it off. But um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a fucking horrendous experience. And the girlfriend at the time then 
had to come down and drive me to the to the doctors and like I remember going up with her in the car and uh here I'm I'm sitting there with a with a this injury that you know anyone would assume that I would have gotten from maybe getting into a bar fight and getting pissed or something like that and I was just there in my own head kind of thinking I hope to be Jesus they don't ask how this occurred and of course they fucking did like I had to sit there then um beside uh the girlfriend at the time and in fairness to her, um, she wasn't being... Well, she wasn't saying much about it, I'm sure, you know. She had her own fucking thoughts about it anyways. Like, uh, what the fuck am I doing going out with this lad? He's fucking... <laughs> I just yeah. imagine, like, the doctors at a hospital and they're, like, reading their charts. And it's like, how did this happen? They're like, bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. We've got another one! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... um so that's the story about how I fucking broke my hand playing Bloodborne anyways. And to this day, that fucking game and the developers are laughing at me because... Did you, uh, did you beat the boss for a finish? I, oh, oh, Jesus, good man, actually, yeah. I fucking did. I absolutely... <laughs> I bet him with the broken hand. So I did. And, and the half-fuck controller. Well, if that's, if that's not the ultimate revenge, like, I bet him with the hand that he broke. Is that not a story <laughs> of fucking triumph over fucking... That's, that's the underdog story there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. David versus Goliath. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the, the point of the matter is I won, and I came away the big man. And to this day, my fucking hand gets sore in the cold... And will do until I'm dead. So, uh, happy ending. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy enough with it anyway. Does it get sore when you're having to toss, though? That's the main thing. Like, if you can still manage a toss without getting sore, has it really impacted you? I c- Yeah, you can get away with the toss now, all right. Well, in an ideal world, wouldn't you? wouldn't be you doing the tossing, but sure. This was something I mentioned with uh, Connie in the last video, because um, I was I was talking about my cock, as I usually am. Yeah, yeah, and in fairness. Um, I think I said something to her about getting a silver medal for it. And she's like, why am I getting silver? And I was like, well, because I can do it better. And she's just like, how can you do it better? And I was like, oh, it's like a fella can make himself blow a load in about 30 seconds. 30 seconds flat, like, you know? Yeah. That's that. And she was completely blown away at the thoughts that a fellow could do it that quick and would want to do it. And I'm just like, no, we only last long for ye, for sake of our reputation, like, you know? Yeah, we wouldn't give you the ego. Yeah, fuck, I remember I had that with a girl one time where it was like fucking, uh, you know, fair play to you, last a long kind of thing, you know, and I was just there in my own head. I've never had that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, the right fucking answer to that is, well, it doesn't go one of two ways, but if you're going at it after a feed of O'Shea of a night, you could be fucking flogging the thing with a plank and you, you forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it was one of those nights, but in but in my own head, I was kind of like, no, I'm I I wouldn't be a considerate lover now. It's more, it's more to feed the ego, the 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 that whole insatiable beast. I had it one night where I had a, a feed of sauce in me, Radio. and this is this is where I lasted really long, but it actually it didn't help me in the slightest because I was with the the ex at the time. Yeah, and um, should we got up to the bed after feed a drink and sure, you know, she pure fucking Randy like mad for a bit of Mickey. <laughs> Because she was so pissed, like women always do this when they're drunk. They're like, "Let me, let me do things to you. I want to suck your dick." And you're yeah, like, yeah. Fuck it. About time you're being. Fu- I'm the one that's always given. Like you know, that kind of. I ate in your box the whole time, but um, yeah. <laughs> now let it spuds like. <laughs> Not a tooth in his fucking head. <laughs> but um, so yeah, fucking got the jocks off me there anyway, and she's you know fucking polishing away the pipe there with her gob, playing the flute. Yeah, <laughs> the meat flute. <laughs> Knock a tune out of that. Uh, so I was laying back in the bed there, eyes closed, just going, Jesus, this is great, isn't it? Next thing I know, got slapped right across the face. Fucking sat up in a bit of a shot. I was like, what the fuck? I had fallen asleep while she was sucking me off. Jesus. <laughs> it was just got a fucking shoved a drink in me, like it was taking ages, and I must have just dozed off. It's like, I'm sorry, love, the whole thing, it brought me back to, to being in the womb. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god but fucking uh, dreamy just, sleepy nighty snoozy womb but the thing that uh that made me laugh though is just the idea of me being passed out her not knowing it and she's still sucking away and just the knob getting steadily softer <laughs> and her starting to doubt herself and her own skills like you know? yeah it reminds me of this one time anyways um joe you'd be absolutely stoicious and um yeah, I was at this house party blowing cork anyways and fucking ended up, uh, this young one there, I can't even fucking remember her name now, but, uh, it was myself and, myself and one of the boys, um, it might, it's one of the boys from the, from the videos actually, fucking, um, Connor, uh, we were both at this same house party anyways and we were fucking boozing away and ended up getting with this young one. But it wasn't a decision that I'd kind of, I'd rationally decided, yeah, I'm going to pursue this one. It just kind of happened, is it? It was Naturally. one of those kind of, um, oh, hey, really, you know, cracking open the first can, next thing, scene missing. <laughs> yeah. And then, then you're on a couch at the end of the night and you're with this young one and fucking. Yeah, I've had a couple of nights like that now. Yeah, yeah. Whatever was the story with this one, anyways, she was mad fucking randy anyways. And I was just kind of like, do you know something now? I'd sooner snake home, fucking fire one off into the fucking into in, into the sink. And uh, is, is this now? Because this is something I mentioned on the channel before about you being like really picky when it comes to women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like I, I've yet to see you. So maybe in the, in the history of you with women, I think maybe one of them was below an eight. Yeah, um, and that has a funny story with it. I'll probably do a video on it. Great stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess fucking like. It's always been fairly, uh, fairly binary for me in that either they're savage or they're not. Um, Tis that you're like a man that doesn't get the itch in the same way other fellas do. Like I remember, oh, like I, I've stooped to some fucking absolute <laughs> cretinous looking women at times. Like you've slayed a few dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's it they call them? Mopeds, like you know, fun to ride, <laughs> but you wouldn't want your mate seeing you on one. Yeah, you that's know? it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a dirty puddle that wouldn't cool a hot iron. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so like I've definitely had a few of them but you, you're not a man that seemed like for, and for me a lot of the time was Jesus I'm going to fucking I'm going to pull my teeth out now if I don't get a bit of fanny like you know because like you could wet yourself but it's not the same release like it does you don't have the same cool down period as you would like if you got a full on ride you could go a few weeks if not months and not be fucking getting too shook from the idea if a wank it might tie you over for a couple of hours yeah it's always been a case for me that it's like there's repercussions to be dealt with. Like, you know, there's the, the old saying, there's ne- like the old sayings, there's great wisdom in the old sayings. And that's why I have a particular fondness for them. But uh, there's no such thing as a free ride. And that is fucking true right across the board. So it's kind of like, it's not a case of, you know, you're going to get the fucking ride and let that be that. And you're like, oh, hey, you get to fucking walk away, you know, untarnished. But uh, no, that's going to follow you by. And especially like um, a housemate at the moment, actually, and I, uh, I'm giving out to him all the time. Because uh, I'm very judgmental when it comes to the the women that he's getting with. But it's more of a running joke at this stage. Um, I'm not actually judgmental to the point that I'm a fucking bollocks. Well, actually, any of my ex-girlfriends would probably disagree with that statement. But Oh, I tell you. Well. Oh, you're, you're bollocks. Oh, bollocks. Right? Okay, yeah. well, right. Well, there there you have it. I am a bollocks. <laughs> so anyways, I'd be taking the piss out of the, the current housemate anyways. Because uh, he, he too has slayed a few dragons in his time. And I'd be kind of giving him shit about it. Um... You know, now the boy is able to do fantastic work whenever he puts in the 
you know, the, the efforts. But he's an he's, artist with a Mickey, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's definitely one of these lads now that come come the end of the night, he's like, uh, era fuck it, like, you know, whatever's going. Um, see, I had a lot of that mentality in my early 20s as well. So. Yeah. You see, the problem, though, is I find is it creates a, a kind of a mental feedback loop. Oh, it, do, it does definitely hit your self-esteem a little bit. Yeah, you see. Because you're just like, you, you're not overly happy with yourself to be going to that level. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. You, do, you don't come out of that unscathed. Yeah. You know? Now, this was, this was kind of hard won in my head, but... Uh, I, I I wouldn't be the most uh, outgoing or fucking supremely confident fella now by any stretch of the imagination, but it was the kind of thing that I kind of learned as I got older. Is like as a as a as a man, you know, we're not judged so much on our looks. Thanks be to fucking Jesus. <laughs> but uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, Ducky is a a very handsome feathery chap. But uh, you take that back. <laughs> Do you know what fucking day of the week it is? What is it? Oh, fuck it. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Right, look. For, that was a joke. That was a... Yeah, yeah. So it was just having a bit of a laugh. Naturally mean it. No, not at all. Ugly bastard. That's yeah. what he usually says. It's uh, it's frozen peas Wednesday. It's not gay Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was it talking about? Just uh, the, the the mentality behind shagging oh. ugly women. <laughs> well, if we're just going to be blunt about it's it. It's like, it's I've no doubt there's going to be a few female listeners here that might think this is a bit harsh, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fucking... Yeah, this could tank your career, lad. This could be like fucking... Oh, oh I've, I've done way worse on my channel. Yeah, it's in fairness. It's like fucking... <laughs> that misogynistic bastard. I've literally, his... like, what, three videos on my channel centred around women. Yeah. You know, living with a woman, living with a woman, quarantine, and um, everything I hate about women. But, you know, you were saying about oh, how... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Looks, looks and all that. So we're not so much like men speaking as a man. Um, You know, we're very much kind of like... Jesus, your one's a fucking, your one's a bit of a ride. We're de- we're definitely programmed to be more physical in what we're attracted to. We're much more aesthetically driven, yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I've seen some fucking men that you know they look like they have a fucking pot of bacon for a head. <laughs> and, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I just, I just mentally constructed that in my head, and I was just like, Jesus, yeah, I do know a few lads that do look like an old slab of pork there. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and they'd fucking, they'd be the fucking no reason. There's just red blotches all over their face and everything. That's it. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. But you'd see these bastards, and they'd have like they'd have the finest of women going, and you'd be wondering like, what the fuck is going on there? And the lad is probably he's probably funny. Or he's got he's got money, a bit of road frontage, mm. a bit of road frontage never hurt even, any lads' chances. Even that shit wouldn't even necessarily be funny or, or have any level of success. You'd just be chairman, just say the right things. Like, you know, just carry yourself with confidence. I think is the main yeah. thing that women are, tend to be attracted to in men. Yeah. A fella that can carry himself and he's you know he's certain with his decisions and decisive. You know that kind yeah. of. I think See, that definitely uh, wets a few chairs. That's it. Now I wouldn't apply any of those criteria to myself right now. I just kind of go along with whatever happens. I I wouldn't I wouldn't state that that's the case for myself. But I'd say you're very well, kind of self self assured and confident enough. Um, you know, I've I've never seen you doubt yourself much, and if you do, you do it intelligently. Would be the word. It's not anything that kind of hits you in the kind of uh, in your self esteem. Yeah, well, the, you know, the self-esteem is kind of in the jacks in and of itself most of the time anyways. But where I find it, kind of like, you know, it's not thinking loads of myself. It's thinking so little of everyone else. It's a kind of a, <laughs> it's this kind of thing, like, I won't lie. I'll just, you know, I, I I have the vast majority of people that you'd meet out on any given fucking night. Um, They kind of fit a certain 
type of character that I have nothing but contempt for. The loud, obnoxious bastard when you go out to the fucking pub and whatnot. And it's like, I feel like, you know, once you're out there and you're witnessing some of the lowest forms of fucking life acting the fucking bollocks. Loads of, like the fucking, the fellas out there trying to be the alpha male there, you know, the big hair talk. Yeah. Up like, oh, fucking bet he's hidden, boy. Yeah, you've got a lot of that. And I don't know, you've got a lot of these fucking you know chino wearing fucking arseholes and you know, they're kind of yeah you are you know these lads they'd be out fucking trying to do a bit of peacocking or something when it's like oh yeah we're out tonight but we're all in fucking colored suits or something yeah you're yeah, like just fucking trying to draw attention fuck off you fucking sad prick yeah. but it's kind of like seeing those fuckers um i suppose i can't help but feel better about myself and then i've you know got probably half my weight and sauce in me so it just kind of works out. It's it just has worked out fairly all right up to now. Anyways, the the whole thing like yeah, men are men are fairly aesthetically driven, whereas uh, women can get away with, or sorry, sorry, men can get away with not being particularly fucking handsome. Uh, thanks be to Jesus, mm. and you know. So that's kind of what we're what we'd be after with women. Now this is another massive digression. What was the actual fucking point? Um, you were uh, with a young one on a couch at the end of a night. Yeah, fucking hell! I'd completely forgotten about that. My mind is mush. This is why podcasts work when there's more than one person. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just keep ourselves on topic. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So I was on the fucking couch of this one, anyways, and sure, fucking yeah. It was it was that kind of scenario? Scene missing. Uh, here I am on the fucking couch. Um, where the fuck did this young one come from? And all of a sudden, I kind of know. I kind of realized I don't want to be getting off of this one at all at all most men are kind of i remember a friend of mine uh how she described it she said like you know most men did get up in a cracked plate mm. um and she ain't wrong no i fucking my head yeah, i could have got up in a gust of wind like yeah 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 like i said you know there's there is repercussions that come with this you don't get to fucking uh you don't get to just flog away go home and there's no more about it most of the time, you know, once you're fucking, it's the ride is done, like, and the fucking, you know, the, kind of the dust is settling, you're there then, and you're kind of fucking, you've got, you're left with this person who's looking at you like you owe him something. Yeah, and you're fucking sitting there with that fucking moment of clarity that's yeah, yeah. descending upon you, like, and you're, you have to realise what you're after doing, like. Yeah, yeah, because now you're after fucking blowing every last bit of fucking desire what you had fucking someplace, anyways. Maybe it is on the ceiling, maybe it is on the wall behind her, maybe it is on her back, you would, you know. Upper nostril, personal. Upper favorite. nostrils, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking, yeah, this is. This is it. Like, um, could go anywhere. Uh, could be in your own hair. <laughs> could be in your own eyes. Uh, you know, once it's not in your fucking sack anymore, you're you're, you're like winning. Putting on your shoe and then just stamping it down to get it out. Like, that's it. Yeah. Aww. You you get home, and you realize that your fucking sock is fused to your foot. But uh, <laughs> you have to burn the fucking thing off. But uh, <laughs> um, Mac. You were telling me before about him drying his socks in the toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking used to, used to put him over the top of the... He used to wash him in the sink. Fucking put him out over the top of the toaster. Jam on the toaster. Flip him over then to do the other side. And he thought he was the cleverest boy going. <laughs> like, you're like, fuck, we have to put bread and eat out of that. The funniest thing about it then was he's, he'd, he'd look at you like you were the odd bastard. Like, <laughs> what's your fucking problem? Only drying me fucking socks. Yeah, geez, have you never seen a man dry his socks before? Yeah, Christ. How, what way do you do it in your fucking house? Do you know? <laughs> So what happened with me on the couch anyway? Woke up anyways, realised, fucking hell, I have no more interest in this now than I do in fucking learning to speak French. Um, and I've, I've no interest in learning to speak French. So uh, I decided, fuck it, I'm going to have to somehow get out of this. So I was kind of like, you know, kind of teetering towards kind of like, here, look, I'm going to fuck off home there. 
and your one was kind of whatever reason it was maybe the drink or something i don't know i can't claim that i understand female sexuality because i flat out don't so it was a case of like she was she was rearing to go anyway she was fucking mad for it and i was just kind of like era no look i want to go home get sick cry uh and fit a wank in somewhere between those things yeah yeah um she wasn't really having that so she was like insisting that it's about to be a fucking rape story well this is this is the thing like (laughs) hashtag me too job like do you know there's a few stories like this and like you'd you'd hear it from the 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 woman's side of things from the me too kind of thing you're kind of like that happened to me as well but you know i (laughs) i'm a fella so i don't get any fucking sympathy for (laughs) somehow i wasn't as traumatized by it i don't know maybe it's the notion that it's you know well in an ideal world um you know women won't overpower you but when you're from tipperary where the men are men and so are the women that's that's not always the case (laughs) no yeah sometimes you just you simply don't have the muscle mass to fight them off yeah that's it yeah yeah Find old many of women by. They do, yeah. Sure, they're fucking pulling plows for years over here. <laughs> yeah, some women to hoof bales. Yeah, you should see their fucking traps by. Yeah, when the silage season comes around by. By Christ. <laughs> Hooching square bales up into the back of a fucking trailer. They're only short to doing their own bales as well, lad. Uh, the, sh- the shoulders and some of them. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so your one A was decided, right, she was, going to, she was going to go at the flute because, you know, she was... She was to be fair, it's a surefire way to get any man in the mood, like. That's it, yeah, yeah. But I remember... She was flat out at it anyways. Now, it was full of enthusiasm and all the rest. The enthusiasm was lacking on my side. And, like, so I was there and I kind of said, right, look, fuck it. Um, I'll try and fucking, I'll try and make this happen because it might be the easiest way out of it. Yeah, yeah. So um, spare her feelings a bit as well there. Like, yeah, you know, at yeah, that that's point it, when, like, when she has the cock in her hand, like. Yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a, a, a dickhead about it or nothing like that. So, fucking, um. Yeah, so I was there and I was trying to focus the chi and muster an old horn. But it, it's hard to fucking do, though. When you want to be hard and get there so to speak yeah and you don't physically want to it's a fucking uphill battle that is oh absolutely it's, it's, yeah. all, it's a mental game that you're going to lose it's like i don't know if it's ever happened do you, do you ever just go for a lash like in a public toilet and there's a lad next to you you're at the urinal and there's a lad next to you and you're just mm. sitting there and you're like jesus how funny would it be if i was just got stage right and i couldn't piss oh no just the thought of it alone just does a disconnect I don't know if it ever happened to you but it happened to me a couple of times before that but happens the, the to a I, bunch of people yeah. the idea of and what might, sometimes I'd be filled to the with drink where I really shouldn't give a fuck yeah yeah you know but then I'll stand there and my brain go how funny would it be if you couldn't piss how awkward would that be for you yeah. and then I just can't in I'm like oh fuck you brain fuck you yeah um, I've, I've never had that particular one but this whole kind of thing where you're kind of on the job and you're just like you're trying to force your way through it it's not something that most men tell stories about because, you know, as mentioned earlier, most men are just like, oh, hey, you're right. Yeah, yeah, we should keep up the facade that we're all horny. You fuck horny bastards that only need a bare touch and like. Yeah, and for the most part, that is fucking true. And mm. it's like, uh, it's not a, it's not like that wasn't the case with me, but it was a kind of, a, it was more of a fucking, this, this pragmatism to a fault almost. So it was like, right. Um, come on so we'll try and fucking muster a horn here and just get this fucking job done and fuck off home but sure you're one anyways she went at the fucking went at the flute anyways and sure fucking didn't it clock out in the middle of it so it did oh you just went soft like yeah yeah oh, just fuck. just clocked out in the middle of it and like well your one was fucking disgusted like she was fucking pissed off because she obviously took this as a fucking massive insult yeah but I suppose like you know it's, if the if the shoe was on the other foot now and we're fucking 
chatting up an old young one there or whatever and they had some sort of physical mechanism to let us know that whether they're into it or not yeah yeah I was sending non-verbal cues non-verbal cues but you know that you said no 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 <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah like if fucking if they decided to clock out mid actually no as a fella I don't think we're as concerned really we were just like scratching an itch but like yeah, I feel yeah. like you know some lads would be quite annoyed at that yeah but like yeah so I, but, I, I, I could understand why she'd be annoyed because yeah fair that kind enough. brings her skills into question as well like that's it and i remember fucking i remember i was trying to i was trying to kind of go oh no uh it's just i fucking i drank too much and uh yeah fucking sorry it's not happening fucking the dick is just gone to sleep uh, kind of job you know because i didn't want to be a fucking wanker about it like i mean at the end of the day Here's this one going at your fucking flute. I mean, yeah, like, you don't, you don't, fair play, you know, you don't want to spit in the face of that, like, yeah, 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 Christ. As, as I've often fucking touted on on the channel, there, like, you know, men love them a slut or a young one who leaves put out quite easily. Like, there's a man alive realistically that doesn't like them. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't be complaining about that, like. Yeah. So you know, not I, I, my yeah. point was the only time you will ever hear a man complain about a slut is if he's within earshot of a woman he's trying to get with, or if she's your fucking girlfriend. Or that too, yeah. 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 yeah, you could tell a few stories about that. Now, not not your current woman, of course. But <laughs> no. yeah. Actually, there is actually another funny story about that. Well, it's not a story, but it's just a, it's the, a the epilogue to this one, if you will. But um, I remember that was grand. And the fella, uh, Connor, like who was gaff it was at the time, fucking uh, we um actually met in the pub that night and he saw me with this one he goes oh you're 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 now he was telling me back this story because i don't remember everything that happened in between because i was buckled mm. and uh whatever instinct i had that this one wasn't for me it was a strange one because i said it to connor anyways and connor turned around to me and he was like so did you do the job with that one and i was like no but i just when i push him to shove i just wasn't into it <laughs> and I next thing i couldn't push it in yeah 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 shove it in. <laughs> yeah um so next thing he started busting laughing. He was like, would you believe it? Precisely the same thing happened to me with that exact same young one oh, a couple of weeks ago. That poor girl. <laughs> yeah, so she was after getting fucking stung bad by the pair of us. And then furthermore, like this was before I was with... Um, she, is she the actual anti-horn? The kind there of, there the, must the kind be something of, to it. The like, kind of yeah. anti-Christ equivalent to the horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember she didn't have great breath, but... Oh, I was with a girl there with really bad halitosis before and... Yeah. I didn't think something so simple would be able to put me off so much. Yeah. You have to you have to shift them at some stage, like, you know. And they, fucking, they all like Stefani. And you're just like, Jesus, please tell me that you just haven't brushed your teeth in a while because it actually smells like you've been fucking sucking on arse, like. Fucking <laughs> 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 Christ. <laughs> right in the middle of a vape, I got him. You fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> just, just walking up behind some lads there and just... <laughs> Jesus Christ Hitting the old arse Like you're hitting that vape there <laughs> Fucking hell But um What was I going to say anyway uh, Yeah and then The next girl that I ended up Starting going out Starting going out with Jesus I think um Was it They They, they knew each other And Fucking She knew people That I knew And my housemate um, My housemate Ben Was going out with a girl and they were friends. Oh, and so those stories been shared. There were stories being being shared, and I later found out that her version of events 
was completely different to... It was just to save face on her behalf, though. You'd see that coming. Yeah, this is it. And But seriously, there was a fucking nice whack of lion done, so there was. Oh, I mean, it was very embellished, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. fucking very much so. There was a, a complete other event added onto it that didn't happen. What, what was this? Was it to, to make you seem like a complete bastard or something, was well, it? Well, to make me seem like I was on the on the back foot. But, like, you know, I tried to be as sound about it as what I could... And just fuck off and leave it alone. Sure, look, being a man is a thankless job, you know? Yeah, yeah. But sure, next thing one of the boys is telling me the story back anyways that fucking the same one told his girlfriend that, uh, oh yeah, fucking, she said that she met him out after that and he was all pure, like, chancing his arm and she was having none of it. And she's like, nah, I fucking no oh, interest just, in you. Just boy. trying to save face on some bit of it there, yeah. Yeah, kind of thing. And it's like, it's fucking, you know, hell has no fury, like, fuck, fuck's yeah. sake. I was sure, like, you're you going to get that. Like, I remember the time when I broke up with the ex, mm. the, 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 the cheating whore. And, um, yeah, she's only a cunt anyway like. Yeah she was only a cunt <laughs> <laughs> But yeah when I broke up with her And was maybe about a month later I bumped into her, her aunt Yeah um, what's The auntie centre <laughs> But um, I had bumped into her aunt anyway And I was always very friendly with her aunt When we were going out like Yeah and uh, she was talking to me and she was just like, oh, sorry to hear that things didn't work out with uh, with me niece there and everything. Like, are you OK? And just that and the other. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but sure. Look, fucking I goes, I didn't want to say exactly what happened to her aunt. You know, that kind of way. I was just like, yeah, sure. Look, it just didn't work out. And that was it. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and then she kind of leaned in. She's like, look, I'm not really supposed to tell you this, but she's pretty much after telling the whole lot of us that you were cheating on her nonstop. Yeah. And I took into a fit of laughing and she said, doubt it was you that was doing the cheating, if I'm to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just, I was I couldn't get over that she was like believing me over her own fucking niece, but sure. Yeah. I suppose it goes to tell how much of a cheating fucking slut she was. History is written by the victor. Yeah, so. I'm sure that was a thing. Like, you know, as I said, it was like, look, she can fucking, she can tell the family and her friends or whatever else what she fucking wants, as long as I don't have to fucking deal with that cunt again. Yeah. Yes, it was two sides, day button. Um... More often than not, I've been on the, the, the bad side of that. Like, when it comes to, like, relationships and that, I must say, like, you know, I... Uh, you struggle. Yeah. I'm, I'm not good at them. <laughs> I'm not good at them. Um, a big fear of mine would be commitment. It's just, just just for the viewers out there, if any of you are an attractive female who's also an incredibly mental bitch, uh, PJ's the man for you. He'll love you for about a year or so. Yeah, for a while. For, for, a, <laughs> for a spell. I'll... Uh, I'll lease you out, do you know, <laughs> yeah. 12, 18 They give you months. the mother of all pumpins for a good while. Like, yeah, so you're, yeah, you're not coming it. out of it empty-handed. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> By fuck, they won't be. But um, what was I going to say? Anyway, it's fucking... I got you a Twitter there so you can get some uh, get some uh, heated DMs there now. A single man, I can live vicariously through you then as well. Yeah, there's not much there's not much living going on, let me tell you. Drawn and trying to get this bastard YouTube channel off the ground. That's one thing I was actually going to suggest for this podcast. Um, yeah. because my own thumbnail artist has just taken a bit of a, a bit of a break because she's burnt out we should get you to draw up the, the art that's actually on screen for the podcast for this oh class yeah get your own interpretation of uh, of Ducky and your own character there up yeah it's done yep grand so that's that's that settled so we'll move on to another question keep the ball rolling yeah go on go on somebody said uh, what is the funniest thing you and Ducky have done to each other uh, the first thing that comes to mind when I was reading that was do you remember uh, it was me you and Hef inside the gaff and um, we got obsessed for about a week for sticking sellotape across the door frame. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good, all right. <laughs> that, was not, that was like a week solid of that, like to the point where we're all just walking out of the rooms waving in the air just to make sure there was no strip of tape there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty solid, all right. <laughs> it was uh, another good time in that gaff. It was the time you pulled the chair away from, was it? Was it Carrie. Was it Carrie, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It's such a simple, stupid prank, but in the middle of a game of Kings, one of the lads went to sit down and PJ here 
just decides to move the chair about two foot back <laughs> as he was going down to lend it straight in his arse. It's like, you know, a joke as old as time. There's 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 a great um there's a great elegance in simplicity. And sometimes the best jokes are just the simple ones. And the sight of seeing a man falling on his arse when he expected a chair to be there is just one of life's simple fucking pleasures, really. Yeah, and it's, like, it's the same theory I have about that, like the hotel story video that I did before got received so well because it's fart humor. And it's a humor you really shouldn't find funny, but it's just hilarious yeah. anyway. You know, you're kind of, you're not proud of finding it absolutely hilarious, but it just gets you anyway. You know, I remember I was working with a chap in your 50 stores, like a pound shop. And uh, we had these, you know, them reinflatable whoopee cushions. Yep. They just kind of inflate themselves. He decided to get one of them and put it under his foot at the till. Mm -hmm. And just every now and again, when he was halfway through serving a customer, he'd just press onto it. And I'd hear... (laughs) Just like, it was the wettest sounding fart you could possibly imagine. But he was so good at keeping a fucking poker face. Yeah. And sometimes he'd even like lean into it and stuff where he'd just kind of go, oh, as it made it, (laughs) as it farted. It fucking nearly killed me. I had to walk off the shop floor and out to the back just because I couldn't compose myself. I was in bits. I have an aunt who legit does that. And let me tell you, it's not funny. It's fucking disturbing. Just my mother got rest or she'd fucking, she used to nearly blow the fucking chair off from under. It was like her anus was touching the wood like so. It would just Jesus fucking the noises. Christ, and not one bit of shame. Like she'd almost announce it before she does it. Like, you know, <laughs> you're your mother's son anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Ben Maguire asks, is Ducky your go-to bloke when you're feeling lonely of a gay Tuesday? Uh, it's different fellas for different things. Yeah, it kind of depends. Like, you know, there's a kind of a... Like, if I wanted... If I wanted to feel special, like, if I wanted to be hugged or stuff... Yeah. I'd go to I'd go to Mr. Daly there, the, the, the co-creator there in Just the Tip channel. Because he's lovely. He's very very soft, very easy to talk to. I feel like he'd give you a cuddle if you wanted one, you know? That's right. Sure. The last um, session that we were on, sure, even fucking... Uh, yeah, I think he kind of he kind of took it upon himself to kind of to kind of mind you for that night. Yeah, but that just was fucking flaming, but... Yeah. The lad, I'm missing... Like, to, I, I, I feel the fear bubble up in me when I'm thinking about it. But I'm missing five hours from that night of memory. Yeah, and there was no talking to you either. Like, I mean, at one stage, you were there was no two ways about it. Like, we were down blowing cork, and anyone that's familiar with cork, you probably know the lock. But we were at the lock, and this was about fucking half six in the morning. There's a bunch of about five of us, and we were fucking absolutely... I will, I will prefix this with, like... Steamboat, I, had, I, had, um, I had a bottle of rosé in me and a bottle of whiskey in me, like, at oh, that aye. stage. Like, fuck, and I don't know why, I just... I, and I, the rest. I'm guessing with... The, yeah, and the rest. I and mean, I'm guessing with the whole <laughs> COVID, I just assumed my tolerance had gotten a lot higher. It turned out not quite that high. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, there was no talking you out of putting your fucking legs straight into the fucking lock. I, but here's the thing, I remember that. You do? Barely. I remember, I just wanted to sit on the edge, but the thing is, I didn't realise the water actually was up so high. Yeah, Because yeah. I was pure cross-eyed with the drink, like, so I couldn't see, my depth perception was fucked. <laughs> so I just plopped myself down, the second I plopped myself down, my feet just went directly into the water and, whoop, bollocks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, Jesus. But it, it wasn't, it was long, it was the second time we went to the lock, because the next morning I was talking to you, and you were like, do you remember the lock? And I was like, oh yeah, I remember for the most part there, and you're like, yeah, yeah, sure, and we met the other two lads there the second time we went down, I was like... Yeah, the S- second time we went down. The first, the first trip to the lock went so well that we decided we'd we'd do another one. <laughs> uh, we do love a good walk with drinking us, don't we? Especially drink, when you've been fucking yeah. cooped away in the house nonstop for the last year. Like you need to get out and about. This is it, yeah. We were the liveliest lads out, anyways. But we ended up meeting another pair of boys. Um, one of which he's he's called around to the gaff since. Um, you know, for the for the the old chat and the drink. But um, yeah, he's added me on Facebook now. But the problem is, I was so it with the fucking fear the day after because I was missing so much of my memory. Yeah, that I'm like, God knows what the fuck I was talking to people like you know. Oh, yeah, any yeah. inhibitions or fucking filter I had was gone like. yeah sure once we were walking home we had to coax you back out of someone's yard as well because you got it into your head that you needed a piss and you couldn't discern the difference between someone's front door and a jack's 
So fucking up to the front door you went anyways. Now, nothing came of it for a finish because you were coaxed back. But again, once we were like, will you come back away from the door to fuck that someone's front door? You were looking at you were looking at us like we were the most unreasonable bastards. A, a drunk ducky doesn't take nothing from anyone. No, no, no. Fucking, we were, it's like we were giving you a fucking shit for no good reason. Like fucking, like, what are you at me for, you fucking dickheads? Leave me alone, will you? Trying to, I can't even have a fucking piss with you fucking wankers. Oh, that, that night put the fear up me now. Like, it's like it's, I've, yeah. I've not drank since that night. And it's like fucking, I'm just like, no, next time I'm on the sauce now, I need to fucking just keep a closer eye on myself now because I just kind of let the ball go there now. And, and and just fucking typical, drunk ducky there makes an absolute arse of himself and sober ducky has to wake up and deal with the consequences of it all then, like, yeah. deal with the aftermath and like, oh, Jesus, what the fuck. Come here, what was the question we were addressing again there? Is ducky your go-to oh. of a gay Tuesday? And I was just saying about how it depends on what you want out of a gay Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like... It's kind of a little bit musical as well, you know, because like as as your your viewers no doubt know, you know, you, you as as we previously discussed, you have a very baritone voice, you know. Mm. So it's kind of like, what kind of notes do you want to be listening to out of a man, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, like if you had an array of them, you can nearly knock a tune out of them. But Could uh, like an orchestra. Yeah, of, yeah. Of it, yeah. That's it. And I've always been a fan of the old bass guitar. I used to kind of dabble with a small bit of it myself. Yeah, because you're fond of a gay Tuesday there now, and that's it. Will yeah. you be thrusting away there to try knock a knock a bit of rhythm out of it? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of the, the the sounds on the lower end of the spectrum would be my kind of thing. So if I was in that kind of mood, you know, for a bit of old distorted bass or something, I'd be I'd be straight on to Ducky. So that's you'd you'd distort the shit out of that bass then at times, oh, wouldn't you? Oh, you fucking. You oh, Every times there now, I come back from a gay Tuesday at Cork there now, like, and yeah. I'd be fucking limping in the door there, like. That's it, wincing with every step. Yeah, man. yeah, that's fucking it, like, you know, and fucking. Tears in your eyes. And the missus would be there, like, fucking looking at me, going, Jesus, you alright? I was like, she's saying, Grand, why? <laughs> she's like, I sure, Tuesday yesterday. And I was like, yeah, but it was Wednesday today. Like. It was Wednesday today, so. Yeah, yeah, so let's not talk about it. Yeah, put a fucking lid in it, like. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Christ Almighty. There was a couple of lads asking me on the Discord server there as well, because a lot of lads don't understand the the finer details of a gay Tuesday and right. like, uh, what would happen if you were uh, railing a lad as you do of a Tuesday right. and it hit midnight, you know? Well, what you, what you try and do, ideally, is you try and fucking, uh, you try and get the old, uh, the old shot out and hopefully you might get it down his back or something like that. And then the second the, the, the clock strike tells you, go, look at the state of your back, you fucking bender. <laughs> fucking, uh, give him a boot in the arse yeah. in for good measure and fuck get off. Get off, you dirty puff. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty, dirty article. But, uh, <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Jesus, if your mother could see you now. <laughs> but uh, that, that was that was my answer to him. Is it's like, well, you you wouldn't be having sex with a man after midnight of a Tuesday. Yeah, Jesus, what are you fucking queer? Yeah, yeah, Christ, Jesus, no but, respect. No, mother of God, yuck, <laughs> horrible. Jesus, we've got a serious, more serious question. Because uh, when I put the, the post up, I said, like, maybe if you're looking for some advice, because I think we, we've been lads for most of our lives. Okay. And um, <laughs> we might be able to offer some advice to the younger lads out there. Yeah. Um, so this one comes from Tony, who asks, uh, I'm 23 and I've lost touch with the lads I knew from school and beginning to realize my social circle is getting smaller every year. What's your thoughts on social isolation young men feel in Ireland and what ways have you found to best make or keep up friendship with people, especially during these coronavirus circumstances? Ooh. Um Well, I think like inherently men have a massive advantage over women just to begin with when it comes to maintaining friends. Um, because at least me and most of the lads I know can go very long time, like a, like months, if not even years, without talking and 
it's you know you kind of meet up and nothing's said about it there's no ill will about it yeah you know and that's fine whereas you'd have the fairer sex with women and stuff a couple of months will go by and they'll start harboring grudges over it you know why aren't, why aren't you keeping up why aren't you staying in touch why aren't you talking to me yeah so and they have it in the inverse as well when they haven't seen each other after fucking you know nine minutes or something there's a big fucking fanfare yeah yeah that, that high pitch fucking squeal they yeah, let out yeah. there that fucking shatters every glass in a five mile radius yeah every dog in the vicinity going hmm? yeah um, but yeah. The, the other thing I would say t- 23 is probably around the age your social circle starts to get a bit smaller anyway like you do have yeah. friends and they're going to go off pursuing their careers or other women and you know moving well, uh, yeah. moving away and stuff like that I read a study that said 25 but it's all much for much really yeah yeah um, but that's definitely a thing that happens alright um, like as, even now I'd say like compared to us in our early 20s our like friendship circle is way smaller than what it was way back when oh absolutely yeah like, but I would say like the core friends are still there for the most part yeah um, the B team are gone yeah yeah but uh, <laughs> you know you have uh, the A team and hopefully you know in an ideal circumstances, you've played, you know, you played your hand right there. Like, I mean, it, it kind of helps if you're a good judge of character. And like more often than not, you know, if you are a good judge of character, you'll you'll find that the lads you were hanging around with will still be around when that shit starts to happen. Like uh, mm-hmm. myself and himself here. And I would say like we were in school together and everything. And uh, yeah, I was talking up there this morning because somebody asked a question about how long we knew each other. And yeah. It's about 16 years we've known each other now. Is it that long? Yeah, it was, I was about 14, 15 at the time I was mates with him. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I met right, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, if you, if you play your cards right, like, you know, fucking you've made fairly solid friends and they'll, they'll still be around. But say a good mate of ours, a mutual friend of ours now, he had to move to England because of, you know, fucking life like yeah that's that's Dara I'm gonna have him on a podcast the next time he's back as well yeah yeah he had to um he like Ireland has no jobs for teachers essentially because it seems like everyone did a fucking arts degree and you know kind of didn't really fucking know what they wanted to do and then after they had the degree done that's a big problem with the like um I could go down a rabbit hole here now but I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll Mm. try not to but it's a big problem over here in that, like, you've got a gun put to your head in sixth year by whoever your fucking uh, career guidance person is. And they're like, fill out that fucking CEO. And you have no fucking clue what you want to do. Yeah, so. yeah, I hate that. It's like you're asking teenagers what they want to do for the rest of their life. Yeah. I I wouldn't fucking trust yeah. teenage me to cook a fucking pizza, much yeah. less pick my career I, to do for the rest of my life. I don't know what I want for fucking dinner. Yeah, the yeah. Fuck are you, what the fuck are you asking me this shit for? You know, and they expect you to be able to make good decisions. And not to say that, you know, going to teaching or something is a bad decision, but I think everyone just kind of said fuck it i'll do arts and that seems to be the way it worked out and but anyways that's another digression um so our friend had to move country because he um the the job there was no jobs in the country for him so despite the fact now that he'd be he'd be one of the a team he's over in the uk so that naturally means you won't see him as much anymore and you know he'll be fucking doing things like you know um same fella now he's got a mortgage and you know he's uh he's engaged and whatnot so you're not going to see him as much so even if you're fortunate enough to fucking hang on to like a few good boys along the fucking way the way things generally pan out is people will kind of disappear into obscurity and it's it's fucking it's hard to 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 um offset that as you get older, I find, because people, as they get a bit older, like even fuck, like, you know, we're not fucking desperately old men or anything like that, but there's, it's night and day, like in the early thirties now, as opposed to the early twenties, 
You'd have buckets of energy. All you'd need is a whisper on the wind suggesting a fucking ball of pints or a session and you'd be yeah, gone. Yeah, but you, it, wouldn't, you wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, you're kind of like, you're thinking about the fucking... Am I arsed? Yeah. Do I have the money to really be yeah. spending on drink right now? And Can I be dealing with three days worth of a fucking hangover? All yeah, this yeah. kind of thing. So your opportunities to socialize, they definitely fucking diminish like in no one's business. So to keep on top of that, like, I mean, I got a few jobs over the years and the through those jobs i met some people that you know fucking had good time for and i see them regular enough like not super regular or anything but you keep in touch often enough anyway yeah yeah you'd be able to throw them a text and whatnot and fucking you know so i think you just have to keep on top of it by kind of through whatever jobs you're doing try and make your connections through work if you're of a creative disposition uh maybe try and fucking try and collaborate with people on ideas and things you know kind of you'll make connections that way and you know if you're if you're like-minded you'll probably end up fucking hanging around with them but yeah so i think in short you can do precious little about you know life kind of making everyone go their their own ways and dispersing and whatnot so you kind of have to keep on top of it by trying to make new connections and just putting in effort to maintain the friendships you have and if that effort isn't reciprocated you just gotta accept it let those people go don't flog a dead horse or anything like that but uh yeah just just accept that people will naturally fucking move away in time yeah because yeah. they may have different goals for their end game than what you will yeah that's it like I mean there's a fair whack of people now that I used to be fairly close with and uh, well, like one of them was because a few people mentioned it in the comments as well they're often asked where's Hef and am I going to have Hef on the podcast and yeah stuff like that. and um, that's like, a good one actually that's that's pretty much a prime example of just slowly, slowly losing touch with somebody because of life yeah. life being a tosser and like the long and short of it is for he was around the core group for a while like where three of us were living together and then uh, me and you had moved to Cork uh, for college to me and you did uh, the film school together yeah and he stayed up here in tip because he was working and had a handy enough job and you know wanted to keep that for a while so that was grand and then i moved back to tip and was it he moved down to cork he got a job below there yeah what happened was um yeah you came back up here and i was trying to coax you to cork and uh unsuccessfully um that didn't happen yeah it was a cork fucking riddled me with a rave anxiety down there as yeah. well because i couldn't afford the flat that we were living in yeah and there was yeah. so much fucking noise going on around me at that point i maybe realized that if i'm ever to have a house it has to be out of country somewhere where there's nobody around constantly making noise and yeah 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 and yeah. you were fucking living over what more or less living over a nightclub like we were yeah like was it, what was the name of that fucking place uh, Havana's Havana's yeah yeah, Cork, yeah. Fucking more or less just living like right across the street from right it. across the road the time yeah. we were living there as well was that fucking song Joe that I follow oh yeah I know you're all walking yeah. I know I follow that's yeah. the one fucking shouting down the road at fucking three in the morning not that I was sleeping at three in the morning because you know that's just me seeing better but yeah. it was just really annoying to fucking hear yeah. every single fucking night yeah obnoxious cunts is never a sound that's fucking mm. easy on the ear yeah. no matter what hour of the day it is not at all so, so basically, yeah, so for my fucking time living down there, that just left me with a rake of anxiety. Like, I was fucking, yeah. I was riddled with it. I was like, no, I need to be back in my safe space for a while now before I do anything. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Hef shifted on down there then and he started working below. Yeah, I managed to uh, get my wicked way with Hef anyways. Um, I badgered him until he fucking came down and he got a job below and that was grand. And uh, it was actually, oh, here's another example of me being uh, the man behind the curtain or uh, the puppet master or... You know, all this kind of things. Like, <laughs> I was, uh, I was actually Hef's, uh, best man at his, at his wedding. And I took credit in the best man's speech for, um, 
them getting together. For them getting together, because had I not badgered him into moving to Cork, he would have never met his now wife, and then that event wouldn't have been occurring. So I... And we'd all still be friends. And we'd all... Yeah, look... And he wouldn't have fucking disappeared off the face of the earth there fucking four or five years ago. Yeah, I have a lot to answer for. (laughs) You really do, yeah. I definitely do, yeah. Like, as I said earlier on, I'm also... You fucking, you slapped the ball and chain on my ankle. Yeah, slapped the ball and chain on his ankle Leading to the events, I got to have ball and chain on his ankle. And and he's kids and married and everything. I never intended for any of it, though. I mean, had I my fucking way... You'll fucking die now and... You'll the Golden Gates going, why can't I get in? And yeah. now fucking St. Peter will be standing there kind of going, look what you fucking did to the yeah, boys. Yeah, like. yeah. There's no fire in hell hot enough for what you did, you bollocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the, the long and short of it anyways, he got with a girl when he was down there, was he it? He got with a girl. Uh, they ended up having a kid. Um, two kids now. Uh, you know, there's fuck all you can do about that, yeah. really. Like, I mean, he works long hours too. So Yeah, like, that's like, you can't really hold it against him because he's got fucking more important priorities right now. Like, he's got... That's it. He's got kids to raise. And as we mentioned, as you get older as well, your fucking willpower diminishes like a motherfucker. So yeah. you don't have the same well of energy to draw from. And even if you did, you'd be doing well to be able to make a comparable amount of effort with, with your friends because you're just fucked yeah well you know? like, the, like the whole he's thing got a hard job too so yeah he works like fucking Tough, retail management yeah retail management he works stupid hours a week and fucking yeah. sure if you're looking after a family as well as fucking everything else it's gonna get on top of you like ultimately trying to maintain the, the size of your circle is a losing battle all you can do is hope to keep a couple of core friends there over the years and you yeah know, hope to god that uh you know they outlive you so they have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's the best you can hope for. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it fucking reminds me of uh, any time I'd be in a bit of a ball of depression, which I'm was no, which i no stranger to. You uh, do love that depression. Though. I, I don't know how many fucking times I told you to just don't bother with it, like, but you're fucking obsessed. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. It's just, it's very alluring or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, why are you depressed again? Didn't I tell you not to do that? Yeah, yeah, this is it. Sure. <laughs> fucking, whenever I'd be in one of those states anyways, I remember I used to always be getting threats from uh, the two boys anyways that uh, were I ever to act on it and top myself or anything like that, that they would proceed to tell everyone at the crowd or at the, at the everyone in the crowd at the funeral that I was, in fact, uh, all my life a raging bender. And mm. uh, loved nothing more than uh, a good throbbing flute in and around. Yeah, and like out. fucking. If you if you ever top yourself, like I'm going to be telling everyone that um, you were found with a belt around your neck watching gay porn, and it was an accident. That yeah. Actually, you know, you just you, you liked a, a bit of choky porn. Like that's it. A solid enough deterrent. It would be. Yeah. No, yeah. No, nobody wants to be left with that reputation. Like you know. The only danger is my more nihilistic fucking uh, tendencies would tell me this kind of like yeah, but as soon as you're dead, it'll be as if you never existed in the first place. So let them say what they want. Mm. But uh, yeah, look, sure, we'll try not to go there. No, no, I think your ego has a little bit to say about that now. Yeah, that's I don't, it. I don't think any man would be happy going to a grave knowing that there's yeah. the majority of people are laughing at them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've come to kind of realize I'm the hero and the villain of my own story in that, um, you know, my ego will save me from things like, you know, topping myself. But it will also be the cause of maybe the reasons that would have me thinking about topping myself. Like, you know, it's like... Well, yeah, you you created this problem and you sold yourself the solution to it. Mm. And it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy and an endless dance of nonsense. But, uh, yeah. so I think think on that note, we might end it there. Grand. uh, Yeah. Yeah, so if any of you want to see uh, more of PJ or even hear more of PJ... Um, he's his own channel on uh, on YouTube here. I've mentioned it at the start of the video. Hopefully, if I recorded that, yeah, Ducky was in a was in an episode of it there. Fucking was it two months ago or so now? 
yeah so seven episodes into this wee little fucking animation jobby that i'm that i'm currently doing and uh hopefully i can get that fucking thing off the ground so if you want to see some silly old stories that don't really mean anything um very very uh, irish humor focused yeah pretty much um mm. with an undercurrent of fucking nihilism here and there and cynicism yeah <laughs> yeah and and cynicism whatnot like uh, i got a nice comment off of someone that said to me that uh it was like someone put south park and father ted in a blender i was i was well happy with that mm. so yeah so if you want to check out uh pj Derny's channel it is called just a tip um, you'll find that two peas, two peas, yeah, <laughs> just a tip. You'll find the link for that in the description, and I'll put it on the pinned comment below. Uh, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Sound. <laughs>